so good evening sir my name is vishal tiwari i'm a phd student here in iit rupak i am listening to you since uh, last 3 years so acharya ji being in india i used to think that only poor and illiterate people are gullible enough to fall prey to various superstitions but i read uh some i have gone through some recent data which showed that in major cities of india like uh, people uh, like 50% 60% or even 70% believes in miracles and surprisingly to that this like developed nation like even in us 80% of the us residents believe in miracles sir clearly it seems that merely education is not sufficient for people to not fall prey to superstitions so what is the solution to this problem acharya ji please insight us enlighten us about this see education is the solution but complete education holistic education hmm? if you think that uh, merely teaching uh, someone about uh, the material world um, sociology polity geography history the sciences mathematics languages educating someone in these would uh, eradicate superstition that's not going to happen because we do not understand what superstition is superstition is the very central ignorant nature of the self that's the definition of superstition we do not know what superstition is we think that uh, if someone is uh, believing in spirits and uh, ghosts and uh, demigods then he superstitious no 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 all that comes much later the first superstition is the self itself the ego its own nature is superstition the ego is born ignorant and that is superstition that very ignorance is superstition when do you call someone superstitious when he does not know and still believes when a fellow does not know the reality of a thing but continues to stubbornly believe without testing without inquiring you call that person superstitious right the first superstition is the ego itself don't we all believe in ourselves don't we all think that we exist you could say this does not exist that does not exist you could question the existence of anything in your experience the sun the moon hmm? given certain conditions you could probably question even their existence but by no stretch of imagination would you ever want to question your own existence you will say but i do exist 
The fact is, those who have known have repeatedly told you to go slow and not to be too confident of your premises, your assumptions. How do you know that you really are who you think you are? That's the fundamental superstition. Hmm? I do not know myself, but I believe 10 things about myself. I do not know myself and yet I continue to have numerous beliefs about myself. That's the fundamental superstition and that's the definition of superstition. Unfortunately, we do not know this definition. This definition is not written anywhere. Look for it, Google it, search it, look into research papers, look into books. You won't find this definition. And that's a problem. That's the reason why superstition exists. Because we do not know superstition. And why don't we know superstition? Because we are the superstition. We do not know ourselves, we are the superstition, therefore we do not know superstition. The equation is simple. Are you getting it? Now education. All our education is about stuff other than ourselves. Hmm? Your education can cover this mug, these mics, this recorder, this table, hmm? this hall, this screen, these pillars, these lights, this fan, equipments. Hmm? Everything that is visible to the eyes, everything that the mind can think of is in the purview of our formal education. You'll have universities offering courses that deal with practically all objects under the sun, including the sun. Hmm? But we do not have university courses on who we are. You are now a PhD student. You have read so many books. Has there been any book titled I? Has there even been a single chapter titled I? Now, that's what our education is deficient in. We do not have education of the self. And if you do not have education of the self, you are promoting superstition. I repeat, superstition is not primarily about ignorance of objects. Superstition is primarily an ignorance of the subject himself. I do not know whether the pillar is a ghost. I'm looking at a pillar in the dark. The light is dim. And I'm feeling as if it's a ghost. I do not know whether the pillar is a ghost. That's a small superstition. I might think it's a ghost. That's a small thing. The fundamental superstition is I do not know the process within me that makes me think of the ghost. That's where the root of superstition lies. That's the reason I have been saying that science cannot eradicate superstition. Only spirituality can eradicate superstition. That's the reason I have been saying that all your education put together 
is less valuable than the education of the self. But we do not have education of the self. Why? Because we do not understand the importance of the self. Why? Because you are superstitious since birth. Since birth, the eyes look outward. So we think all the value lies elsewhere, there. Because the eyes are looking here and there. So we do not know the value of the self. Since we do not know the value of the self, because the eyes cannot look at the self. So we think that the self is not worth researching, inquiring and teaching to the kids. Why will you teach something to the kids that you do not think of as valuable? What do you think of as valuable? You, you think of so many things as valuable. So you build textbooks on them. The self you do not take as valuable. So there are no textbooks there. So your superstition turns the kids superstitious. Or your superstition magnifies the superstition inherent in the kids. Do you understand this? Huh? Do we know where our thoughts are coming from? If we do not know our thoughts and still go by them, that superstition. Do you know where your feelings come from? You might be a great researcher. You might be a Nobel Prize winner. What do you dedicate your research to? You dedicate your research to your feelings, ultimately. For example, Great research on the atom. You have hammered the nucleus and split it open. And now you have great atomic power, nuclear power available to you. And what have you dedicated that nuclear power to? Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Because you feel bitterly towards those Asians, they are bad people. They devastated Pearl Harbor. And it doesn't matter if they are killed in millions. They are not us, they are Asians. Do you, do you get this? Do you know where your feelings come from? If you do not know where your feelings come from, then all your great signs will be a slave, a puppet, controlled by your feelings. And your feelings, well, you do not know where they come from. So random feelings, unidentified feelings, they will become your master. That is superstition. You do not know what you are doing, yet you continue to do that. And you think you know what you are doing. You are bombing Hiroshima. You think you know what you are doing. You do not even know that you are just playing the beast. And in your own mind you are all puffed up. You think that you are now going to demonstrate the powers of cutting edge technology. No, you are not demonstrating the powers of latest technology. You are demonstrating the power of primitive ignorance. Sir, think of it. Think of the bomber that 
put the bomb on the two cities. What was the pilot thinking? What were the scientists thinking? They are all thinking we are demonstrating the power of the latest technology. Did they know that they are just demonstrating the power of the most primitive, most ancient animalistic instincts? Did they know that? No. And that is superstition, to not to know. Now you understand why even so-called educated people are superstitious? Because no amount of education in the world can help you know about yourself. You could be a most decorated professor, author of several books, winner of awards, And yet you could be deeply superstitious. Science at best can take care of objective superstitions. What are objective superstitions? For example, we experiences the we experience the eclipses because some great monsters come and um, hide the sun or moon from our sight. Now this kind of superstition can be taken care of by science. Or the superstition that the earth is flat. Hmm? Again this thing can be addressed by science. But what if you say that I am born to make merry? experience pleasure and die. How will science address this superstition? How? Hmm? So when you are to launch satellites, you look for the right muhurat to launch them. You import state-of-the-art fighter jets and make them land on Nibu Mirchi. The pilot, poor soul, has been circling because he has been told that he has to land exactly on the Nibu, the little lemon. Bridges, marvels of civil engineering. Are inaugurated by breaking, crashing coconuts. And then some come and say, no, but that is not superstition, that is our culture. 
If that is your culture, your culture is superstitious. Full stop. It's like somebody trying to swallow poison and I say this is poison and you say no this is not poison, this is my food. If that is your food, then your food is poisonous. Full stop. What's the point in protecting superstition by calling it your culture? Culture is just an accepted way, a traditional way of behavior. Right? That's what culture is. What else is culture? And if your traditional way of behavior includes a lot of superstitions, then your culture is superstitious. Come on, be honest and accept that and change that. But we won't change that. Why? Because who is the first superstition? I am the first superstition. And if I were to finish superstition, I would stand finished. I am superstition. If superstition goes, I too am gone. And the ego is very, very afraid of its own annihilation. The ego is a superstition. If superstition goes, the ego will have to go. The ego says, I do not want to go. So superstition remains. What is the ego? That which takes itself as the doing agency. As the living agency, whereas it is not. So the ego is a fictional thing, therefore the ego is superstition. The ego is a myth, therefore the ego is superstition. It is not, but it appears to be, in its own eyes. The ego says, I am, whereas actually it is not. The ego says, I did it, whereas actually it did not. Therefore the ego is superstition, and hence the ego cannot let go of superstitions. Superstitions gone, the ego is gone. So we all prefer to remain superstitious irrespective of how educated we are. Just that superstitions change their name and form. Ghosts become negative energies. If today you say you believe in ghosts, no, that's not cool. You are an educated being. You must say you believe in negative energies. And that too in Irish accent. Just that you may not even know where the hell on the map Ireland is. But you picked it up from somewhere, you know. So. Reiki, tarot. Awakening of energy within. What is this? Just the same old primitive animalistic superstitions 
presented in a western language for a westernized audience but the core is the same uneducated self uneducated about itself angel therapy past life regression help me with this extend the list please crystal gazing hmm and mole is always hmm, keeps these things handy hello therapy <laughs> and and how do we forget that favorite of ours astrology huh aromatherapy Now this one is innovative salt pepper and sugar therapy energy healing meditation this one is this one takes the cake ufo logy hmm ufo logy unidentified flying objects we have so ufo logy and this one talks of healing by animal mutilation dowsing refers to practices that enable one to detect hidden metals gemstones and other precious things lizard people leviation the act of rising up from the ground without any physical aids just by the power of thought by location the power to be simultaneously present at two places
psychokinesis ability of the mind to influence matter at a distance basically i look at a spoon and it will bend rumpology it's pretty musical it's a pseudoscience akin to physiognomy performed by examining crevices dimples warts moles and folds of a person's buttocks so they'll take your hips and examine the crevices which is the cleavage the other cleavage that is dimples warts moles and folds on your buttocks in much the same way what do you call it a, a chirologist or chirologist how do you pronounce it chirologist in the same way a chirologist would read the palm of the hand so when you show your palm hmm, they say you will well please i'll read your palm and here in rumpology you go and they say well pull your pants down show me your hips all this is really happening seances communication with the dead channeling communication of information to or through a person allegedly from a spirit or other paranormal entity and the literacy rate in the world keeps rising and rising it's nearing 100% in the first world even in india it would soon be around 80% and this is what we are up to rampology that one will stay with me i think i'll be interested in enrolling as well hmm? for miscellaneous reasons yes thank you so much uh, sir for the clarification